Hi, and welcome to Contracts Over Coffee, a podcast where we talk about all things contracting related while sipping a delicious coffee beverage. I'm your host, Ann Baker, Senior Director of Partner Marketing at iCertis. And with me on the program today is our special guest, Ben Vanderberg. Ben is a Senior Technical Product Evangelist for Digital Media at Adobe. Adobe and Adobe, the Adobe Sign Group are great partners of ours at iStartus, and we're happy to have you here on the program today. Welcome, Ben. Thank you, and I have my coffee in hand. <laughs> Excellent. So now we like to start out this podcast with the same question of all our guests. Ben, what is your story? Sure. So um, I've been at Adobe for about the last uh, six years almost. And um, one of my big focuses has been around helping customers with uh, paperless technologies. How do they go from uh, things that have been conventionally paper to be entirely digital? Whether that is going from magazines uh, that have been traditionally on paper to the web and on tablets, uh, to what uh, has been more recently in the last several years, how to help customers uh, transact business um, digitally and eliminate any of those habits of having to go file print and do everything electronically with things like PDFs and electronic signatures. Yes. Well, getting rid of paper is something we both uh, kind of know and love these days. What do you think is the biggest challenge with contracting today in particular? Well, um, I, I think one of the biggest challenges is um, culture. I mean, you have decades and decades and decades of people doing uh, and contracting a certain way. And when people have to change that, not everybody always likes change. <laughs> so I, I, I think that that is one of the big, uh, uh, big reasons. Although more recently with things like COVID and stuff like that, um, it's definitely been an eye-opener for many people to go, hey, maybe we do need to change. Maybe we can't depend on the photocopiers that are in our office uh, to print everything out and review that, um, to walk over to someone's desk. Maybe we need to find a, a smoother, more electronic way to be able to work, especially if we're not going to be able to be in the same place. Yeah, I know Gartner um, mentioned to us recently that one of the areas they're getting the most inbound questions on is this area of contract lifecycle management. And I think a lot of those questions are being spurred by the, you know, this recent move to everything having to be done remotely. And, and maybe contract lifecycle management was something they were thinking about before, um, but haven't moved forward with. And now they're kind of being forced to digitally transform their contracts. And it's a good thing, but um, it's, you know, it's one of those things that people are just uh, kind of have, it's having a moment right now uh, because of all the need with COVID as well as just general move to making everything digital and kind of going forward. So, well, well, actually one thing that you can also think of there is also generationally, it's that things have been okay. changing yeah, because yeah. Um, I mean, you have older generations that may have been looking at, at a certain way to work, but you know, you look at younger generations that go, "Why are you giving me a piece of paper? Why, uh, why are you uh, faxing this to me? Why are you mailing this to me? Can't you just email me or text it to me?" Yeah. Um, so, so I mean, there's also those changes that are also helping accelerate some of those needs because people want to work digitally, and it's mm -hmm. only going to be more and more of that case. 
Yeah, I know we don't have many 10 year olds in the workforce yet, but my youngest one uh, last night was just having a, a fit because his teacher had given him a homework assignment that he had to write a letter to himself on paper and then scan it in or take a picture and send it in. He's like, this is ridiculous. Why can't I just type this? So it is funny that, um, you know, just writing on paper was something that this younger generation is like, what? You, you're so old school. This is ridiculous. But, you know, you see the kind of change takes time. takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. And so, um, you know, to that same effect, you know, where do you think contracting is going? Where is it headed in the future? Well, I, I think there's a few things that certainly uh, are changing. First off, I, I think we're going to find less and less of people signing on paper. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, already that shift is happening, but um, people are realizing the benefits of that, that they that not only does it make it easier for their lives not having to print things out or scan things back in, but also it makes it uh, easier for them to be able to track things and have all the complementary aspects of being digital. You know, part of the thing when you're working with contract management is that it's not just that point, it's every step uh, before that and every step afterwards and every step going back and repeating itself. Mm -hmm. So um, if uh, you have people that are, uh, whether they leave the company um, and you have a lot of institutional knowledge, tribal knowledge, that if you can, it, it, it's headed towards being more digital so that you don't have to depend as much. I mean, there's always gonna be tribal knowledge and value of that, but you don't have to depend, depend as that much to depend on your business continuity uh, in order to, to, uh, to do that. So I think that is one big trend is just going entirely uh, digital and making sure that the entire process end to end is um, a digital process, whether it's from the redlining, whether it's from the contracting, the negotiation, and the the renegotiation during renewal. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, sometimes people think contracting is just that signing on the dotted line, but you and I know just how much editing and you know terms, clauses, uh, updating uh, happens, and 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 all the approvals every step of the way. You know, coordinating multiple departments and then across internal and external organizations can be um, a, a lot of work. And so definitely having that end-to-end -end vision and having digital tools that help you kind of speed it along the way are really, really critical. So, you know, what do you think people would be surprised to know about contracting? Um, just how much people are old school. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I, I mean, I have spent the last several years working with large enterprise uh, uh, companies, and the biggest thing that I've always found is that, one, there are still a lot of people that work old, uh, old school with paper and have very old, old uh, ways of how they think of working. But one of the things that people a lot of times don't ask the question is, why can't we change this? Why can't we, you know, do something different? Oh, well, it was always the way that it was. Mm -hmm. So that's the way that we need to do it. Um, and uh, I, it, it is amazing how much a difference of asking that question can make within a company. Because so often people are just like, well, my boss told me, uh, told me to do that. So this is the way that it's been done for the last, you know, 20 years. Why? 
is there a better way? Is there a new way? And and um, I, I I think that's the, the the biggest surprise is just how much whenever you go into an organization, there are always people that um, that there's always paper and there's always things that you go, huh? I thought facts <laughs> disappeared twenty years ago. <laughs> It's true. It's so true. And it is interesting, you know, some of these larger enterprises will go in and uh, a lot of times we'll find one department is the one that's like, this is broken. We're going to change this. We're going to do this better. And they're the ones who kind of spearhead, um, you know, a contracting initiative in that group that when other departments start to see it, that'll trickle across the organization. So maybe it's just the sales side or maybe it's, you know, procurement or, um, finance or legal, but contracts touch all these different departments. And um, it's really interesting when you see sort of one of those departments emerge as a real, you know, innovator, trendsetter in terms of really overhauling and changing the way contracts are done and then the benefits that they they can see from it. So, yeah, it's interesting when there are pockets of old school, you know, and then pockets of kind of moving to digital um, electronic signatures, electronic contracting and um, and just really kind of changing changing the way people think about it. So it's interesting. So what is one contracting tip you wish everybody knew? One contracting tip. Um, so uh, I'd, I'd, I'd say a couple of things on this one. Oh, no, wait, I only can do one, only one. Well, you could, I'll let you, Ben, do a couple if you have a couple. Oh, well, my, my first obvious one is that if you're not using electronic signatures, then, uh, then <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, uh, you're, you're, you're missing out on uh, all that time you could be spending uh, at home with your kids <laughs> instead of having to stress about that phone call of someone said, I signed it or watching that, uh, you know, FedEx tracking to make sure that contract uh, is there. If you aren't doing that, then that is number one thing that you, you yeah. need to start doing now. That's your public service announcement for, uh, yeah. <laughs> Spend more time with your children, embrace electronic signatures. <laughs> so, I like it, I like it. Uh, any other tips you said, uh, any other? Um, uh, be an advocate. Um, mm -hmm. Because the thing is, is that, um, you know, change doesn't happen uh, overnight, you know, you have to get other people to work the same way as you do, and and so be an advocate of uh, some of these new ways of, uh, of of working. Whether it's using e-signatures, you know, even something simple as going, "Hey, why don't we try this out?" You know, mm -hmm. if you're not comfortable, you know, we'll slow down a little bit, but why don't we just uh, try this out? Um, and then people can internalize that. It's the same thing with also even uh, with like. Um, with redlining mm -hmm. um, or or any of the other steps of the contracting process. It can take one step and just go one step to simplify that. And that starts breaking down some of those barriers that are culturally sometimes so stuck in their ways, but you get them going, going, oh, this is a little bit, oh, I can do this. And it, uh, um, it breaks down some of that technophobia that uh, yeah. you have. Yeah, it's so true. Baby steps, right? Baby steps. Uh, one little step will take you to the next one. So it's a, it's a great point. So switching gears a little bit from contracting over to you, Ben. Yeah. Um, what do you think? We asked you a little bit about what people would be surprised to know about contracting. What do you think people would be surprised to know about you? Oh, well, um, 
So I guess there's a couple of things that are surprising about me. One, um, my uh, I was actually I actually grew up overseas. So contrary to my uh, to my generic American accent, um, I actually grew up in Vienna, uh, the city of music, which um, you know I, I, I've always thought was first off an amazing place to grow up, an amazing amount of culture you can just absorb just by sitting on a bench. Um, but but uh, um, the the other thing is is it just um, allows you to be able to appreciate. Um, how much things have come in in society, but also how much things haven't changed uh, in mm -hmm. in centuries. And it's just so fascinating. I, I'm a big history buff when it comes to actual um, like uh, world history or also tech, uh, technology history. And it's mm -hmm. always amazing to just look back and see where things came from and uh, and to today and mm -hmm. how that impacts different societies. It's it's a big passion of mine. Do you ever get back to Vienna at all? Or? Well, right now it's a little bit tough <laughs> given uh, some of the travel restrictions, but um, uh, my family still uh, lives over there. Oh, okay, great, very neat. And and Ben, you know, the last question we kind of have is what, what inspires you? What inspires me? Mm -hmm. um, so one of the things that um, when you look at something like COVID, there's a lot of scary change for a lot of people. But there's two things that inspire me. One, um, how people have been adapting and discovering new things that they didn't think were possible. I mean, even something as simple as this conversation that we're having right now over video conferencing, there's a bunch of people that would have never considered uh, that while now I have, um, you know, aunts, uncles, grandparents that are doing video conferencing that you would have never seen them do technology uh, like that. Um, but it's also been very inspiring to see how um, even that has opened up new ways that people are either creating um, new companies, new technologies. Um, you know, we're working with uh, one company that was around um, uh, remote uh, voting. Mm -hmm. um, and the whole idea of that, that you're talking about decades and decades and decades of legacy of how people vote. Yeah. And then you're going, nope, it's actually going to be entirely electronic. <laughs> and actually, in some ways, this could be better than what we had and have more traceability um, than, than what we had. And that's a whole, different concept. Yeah. Um, so so that's kind of neat. The other thing that also inspires me is also um, uh, I was always very young in my adoption of technology. Um, I loved uh, everything that you could possibly have with a computer. I was always, um, you know, absorbing. And when I look at what uh, younger um, kids are learning right now and how they're learning and adapting um, you know, their education to online. You know, there's a lot of negativity towards online learning and some of it is definitely well-founded, but I think there's a whole bunch of new things that we're gonna discover about how people learn and how people um, adapt and communicate 
during this time that we haven't even thought of or realized yet. And it, and it inspires me and excites me just because it's something that, to, to quote Star Trek, it's um, where uh, no one has gone before type of thing. <laughs> yes. No, I totally agree. I mean, it's really you know, the change has been forced upon us. And as you mentioned earlier in the podcast, that can be scary. And, but it's really been kind of fascinating to see how people are adapting and how they're coming up with creative new ways to engage um, using digital channels. And so, you know, it's, it's forced us to, to get creative and look for opportunities and new ways to, to do business in this period. So um, I, I agree with you. That is kind of inspiring. It'll be interesting to see where it, where it heads next. And, and if I could turn your inspiration into a shameless plug, um, we as uh, partners actually recently did something a little bit revolutionary. We created a virtual coffee shop event um, called uh, Accelerating Digital Sales with the Five C's. And we joined and teamed up with um, our friends at Microsoft Pros, and then it was Adobe and I started us. And, um, you know, we while we can't go to coffee shops to network and learn quite as much as we used to with our friends anymore, we tried to bring the coffee shop to people digitally, um, where we had a great sort of interactive roundtable discussion with your company and, and our partners and um, brought a concert in as well. And it was just a really great event. And we'll make sure there's a link here. So people want to check that out and learn about how, um, our products can kind of work together to, to change the way people are selling in this new normal. Uh, that's a great, great webinar. And we'll put a link to that here at the end of the, the blog that this podcast is uh, associated with. So thanks for, thanks for <laughs> giving me an opportunity to mention that. And I think this kind of wraps up our episode, um, Ben. So um, thanks for your time. And for our listeners, we encourage you to visit the Adobe and Adobe Sign website to learn more. And we'll also put a link to the popular 5Cs webinar recording, as I mentioned, at the end of this podcast. So thanks again, Ben. Thank you.